Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 220, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Monday going? How the hell was your weekend? Uh, man, I, I had an eventful one, dude. Uh, played a show with the band Saturday night. Uh, the turnout. I was honestly shocked. I, I, I always do this, though, man. It seems like I, I'm just cursed, maybe. Or, or this is how I get people to come to the show. If I don't mention anything on the podcast, if I don't promote the show on the podcast, then, then people show up to the show. You know, I was feeling kind of guilty. I was like, man, I didn't even mention the show last week for this coming weekend. You know, if someone's flying into town, happens to hear this podcast, if any of my friends listen to this podcast and want to come out and see the show, I, I didn't let anybody know. But it all worked out, man. Uh, nice showing at Reno's. Uh, I have not seen that place um, packed like that in a little bit. At least the last couple of times I've been there. I'm not saying they don't get packed, but the last couple of times I've been there, it's, you know, got some people at the bar, some people in the back. But, you know, this show actually in particular, I think a couple of months ago when we played a show there, it wasn't even this packed. So uh, happy to see it, man. Supporting the scene. We had a Scarhead from New York come down. Uh, touring band, obviously. If you don't know them, check them out, man. Uh, New York hardcore to the max. Can't go wrong there. Uh, and dude, the fucking uh, the sound guy that night had it all right. You know, playing Madball, playing H2O. You know, um, I actually, you know, played the show that night, which I I, I think went really well. Reno sound system, man. Um, it's way fucking better than I remember it. Like, even just from the last show, maybe they got some new equipment or something, but, dude, when I'm doing that sound check, the, the bass drum's just filling up the room. It's it's incredible. I don't play on a million-dollar drum set, dude. I play on, like, I don't know. I don't know how much. The $500 drum set? Which, you know, when it comes to drum sets, it's like, that's the, the low end. You know? But, man, you put a mic on that shit and it just sounds amazing. Just takes a little tuning, I guess. You know, I don't, I don't even tune drums that well. Uh, but anyways, played the show that night. Really fun. Um, hung out a little bit. Oh, I actually uh, went on a date after the show with none other than Connor. So, uh, you know, trying to rekindle that flame, see, see where it's going to go. Uh, we had a fantastic time. It's funny. It's like some people, no matter how much time passes, it's just like when, when you meet back up again. It's just like no, it's like it's been no time, you know. It's like I just saw you yesterday. So we we went to our usual spots. Actually, uh, found a new spot, dude. Uh, the Dallas Comedy Club, which I didn't know was in Deep Ellum. Um, went over there. There was I think the show's already let out by the time we got to go over there. Uh, so we didn't actually get to see a stand-up comedian. But dude, you know I'm all about it. I love hyenas in Dallas. I love backdoor comedy in Dallas. There's there's actually a location in uh, it's either Richardson or Plano. I can't remember which one, but uh, so Dallas Comedy Club, man, they did it right. I love the atmosphere. So you walk in the front doors, and they can enclose you know the bar to the inside if it's fucking burning up, hundred degrees. It is Texas. You know everybody stays inside and drinks at the bar. It's nice. It's comfortable. 
it's enclosed but if it's a nice breezy night like it was that night of playing the show oh man it was almost like a fire pit worthy almost not quite that chill it was like the perfect temperature in my opinion you know i don't need a jacket just t-shirt and shorts and it's almost chilly it's not not quite there it was perfect man uh but we lounged around outside man i i, I have to go see a show there i just do I have to go see a show. They have a great lineup coming up. I took pictures of all of it like I was a fucking tourist. Uh, just so I could get my dates right and remember who each artist was or comedian was. Uh, so check that out, man. If you're ever in Dallas, that's a cool fucking place. I loved it. Um, staff was really fucking friendly and helpful, whatever you needed. Uh, so then we moseyed on down to uh, the double wide. Oh my god, I miss the double wide, man. I love the double wide. Just for my, I mean, it's between double wide, uh, three links. Uh, I'll throw Reno's in there. I do like to go to Reno's and hang out. I've done that over the years. Um, man, it's got to be those three. I mean, Club Dada possibly. Just for my personal taste. You know, there's like dance clubs down there. There's, was it, Wits End or The Green Room. You can go up on the roof and dance and, you know, do all that shit. I don't do any of that. I don't dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to go see people shout into a microphone and be wild. Or, you know, like fucking, um, oh, that dueling piano bar down there. I've never gone there. That's like right up my alley. They sing, you know, they do cover songs in their own way. I, I, Dude, I can't believe I've never been there. That just sounds like such a fun fucking time. You know, like old school saloon style. <laughs> Someone just beating on the piano and everybody's singing and being fucking happy. I kind of picture, you know, <laughs> like in the movies, you know, the people would be getting in a fight and the music's still going and the other people are still happy except for the... The people getting in the fight, you know. Uh, but anyways. Uh, yeah, it's between those three, man. It's between those. are probably my favorite. But Double Wide is... I, I think Double Wide just takes the cake for me. I just love the atmosphere. You know. Fucking drinks. That's how you get me. So they have something called a, a Yoo-Hoo Yeehaw. It's basically a frozen white russian they throw a cherry on top dude it's fucking delicious and when in like winter time i think they start it in october maybe october november december january and they keep it going through like february or something like that but they do a frozen eggnog oh dude it's one of my favorite drinks and i had one the other night connor had her twisted tang you know, on our little date over there, and, oh, man, it was just like old times, man, we had such a great time, shout out to Cassidy, if you're listening, man, we sat in the same booth, I've been trying to message you, and let you know, we sat in the same fucking booth, uh, that we sat in for your birthday, which was so much, so much fucking fun, um, I just love the double wide, and there's a show going on that night, you know, just like some rock and rolls, blue, uh, rock and roll blues, bands playing it's just a good atmosphere man as much as i like to say like people in dallas are kind of closed off you know kind of reserved and don't don't want to talk to anyone they don't know that i mean that night man it was just like everybody was cool <coughs> everybody was chill 
So, uh, yeah, we did that thing. We went back to the show. We watched a couple more bands play. Um, I took some pictures with some of the touring bands. Just, just overall showing support, showing love. Um, that's that's hopefully you know a good taste in in a touring band's mouth of of coming to Dallas. Because, man, I've noticed like a, a lot of bands that I love, they just won't come to Dallas or Fort Worth or Texas in general. Texas gets skipped a lot for for things like that. Now you got your country music, of course. You're gonna get that everywhere. You got your hip hop, of course. You're gonna get that everywhere. Um, just the punk and hardcore scene is just you know, just small, I guess. Just probably one of the smallest. I bet the jazz scene has you know more of a tenants than we do. You know. <laughs> I mean, which isn't sad. I mean, I I love jazz too. It's just like I don't know. Could you imagine just going and watching jazz every night? As much as I love music, I'd just be like, "All right, I'm fucking over it." Like, you can't hit every fucking note on the guitar, can you? Oh my god, he is. He's hitting every single note on the guitar. It's uh, that's amazing. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. <clears throat> changing gears a little bit dfw sports um dallas stars still in that hunt man uh, new jersey the other night the devils with the fucking three piece on us they score on us first we come back in the third and finally score or maybe it was the second i can't remember exactly but either way what was it a minute 40 left to go boom they score on us and then we're trying to get Ottinger to the net, I mean to the bench, so we can have an empty net, an extra attacker. And the play gets fumbled somehow and they score. It's just a fucking mess. So just like that, we went from being in the game, the entire game, to the devil just taking it from us. The devils just took it from us, right in front of us, right in front of our faces. And I mean, there's we're just shocked. Um... Come out the next day against the Blackhawks firing. We won that game six to four. Thank God. So we're still in the hunt. I think we're the top wild card spot, a wild card spot right now, which is huge. I'd rather be there than than the bottom. You know <laughs> that that team trying to get in, man. They're gonna do everything in their power. You know, whatever you can do at that point. I don't know how many. I think it's the jet. Is it the Jets? It's the Predators and Stars in the wild card for sure. Are the Jets not going to make it in this season? I think this is going to be one of the first seasons the Jets haven't made it in. You know, for all the talk about Vegas, too, by the way, being the expansion team and they went to the Stanley Cup final in their first season, now um, Seattle just looks like dog shit. But what about Winnipeg? I mean, I know Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Jets were a team before, you know. They've been a team and they went away and then they came back. But isn't that considered an expansion team? Because, I mean, it's not a, a part of what we had going on before. So, and I heard, um, who's moving to Houston? There's a team moving to Houston. I can't even think of who it is right now. Uh, hockey is just changing, man. You just don't know what's going to happen these days. Uh, the game's changing, you know. It's fucking nuts. The, the skill on these players is insane, man. I'm just looking at Pavelski doing that um, the shooting competition. 
And he's just, oh my God, how, how, how are you that accurate? And this is a man, you know, he's been in the league, you know, it's like you would think after all those years, that wear and tear, it's just like, he can't shoot like that anymore. That dude is so accurate. My God, he showed up everybody. That veteran showed up, you know, other veterans and young kids alike. It was fucking great. Um, which for my money out of all the sports, I mean, hockey is just, it's got to be the greatest for as far as athletic ability to be able to skate. These guys can jump off the skates to catch the puck and come back down and drop the puck down and shoot just all in a fluid motion. It's insane that human beings can do this. That's what draws me to hockey so much. But anyways, uh, that's my question. Isn't Winnipeg an expansion team? Yes or no? I don't fucking know. I don't know what constitutes an expansion team. Does it have to be a team? Oh, it's Arizona. Is Arizona moving to Houston? I think that's what I heard. Um, which is kind of sad, man. I, I always loved the Coyotes. They they had some good teams. I remember back when we had uh, Marty Turco, man, and Mike Smith. Dude, ah, it's ringing some bells. But Mike Smith went to uh, the Coyotes. I think they were the Phoenix Coyotes then. But, uh, man, I always, always love Mike Smith, man. I know Turco was what he was, and he was, you know, a great goalie. A good goalie. Uh, not my favorite. Dude, That he would scare the shit out of me every time he came out of the net. The puck would be rimmed around the boards. He'd be out of his fucking net every time. It didn't matter. There was not a scenario where he wouldn't be out of that guy. It's like, dude, it's your only job is to stay in that fucking net. Just please stay in the net. You can reach back there sometimes and stop the puck if you need to. But to, for the most part, you know, it's like Happy Gilmore. Are you too good for your home? Stay in your home. Go to your home. Unless we're calling you to come on the bench so we can get another attacker. Stay the fuck in that crease, Turco. Oh, man, it used to make me so mad. Uh, but back, in, back then, too, Mike Smith. I always secretly... Uh, I can say this now that y you probably don't know who I'm even talking about, but uh, I always secretly wanted Mike Smith to take Turco's job. I thought he was bigger. I thought he had a lot of athletic ability. I think he was, he seemed coachable. You know, I, I have to use things like seemed because I don't know for sure. I'm not in the locker room, you know, Um uh, but yeah, man, ah, those were the days. Brendan Morrow, those jerseys. That's that's the last Dallas Stars jersey I got was that black Dallas jersey. You know, it said Dallas across the front, which everybody, I mean, I've heard mixed reviews about it. Yes, it's simple. Yes, it's kind of silly, you know, but I, I fucking loved it. I love the simplicity of it. I love the blackout jersey, you know. I thought it was fucking cool. I hated the the bull. Oh, that alternate jersey just, uh one of the worst, <laughs> in my opinion. I just fucking hate it. It just, you know, it's trying too hard to say Texas. You know, that that's it goes the same for me in music. I just don't like pandering. You know, I don't like it. I feel like that's what that jersey was, just pandered to the Texans. You know, I know how we can get these dumb rednecks to like hockey. Let's put a bull on it with a star. They'll love it. Like, that's kind of insulting a little bit, too. You know, um, but that black jersey, man, I thought it was just a classic look. I loved it. I just, you know, I love that it said Dallas across the front. 
but anyways, yeah, Dallas Star is still in the hunt, man. We're 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 gonna make it. I know we're gonna make it. I know we're gonna make it. And it's weird too. It's like a. It's almost like Dallas Stars fans. It's almost as if Rick Bonus and the players care about winning or losing. It's almost as if they're trying to put a game plan together to where they don't lose and they can make it to the playoffs. You know, Jake Ottinger seems to think we're going to be a scary team in the playoffs. I hope he's right. I hope it's true. What is he seeing that I'm not seeing? You know? I'm, oh, man. That's one of the scariest things it's got to be as an athlete to make a statement like that and then have to go back it up <laughs> like Mark Messier. Nine, was it 94 or 95? Maybe it was the 94-95 season. I don't know. But in the Stanley Cup, what what was it? They were, they were on the run and they were like, I think it was one of the early series. But they were down and he's like, I guarantee a win. I like to guarantee a win. And they're going to print it in the paper. And the team you're playing sees that you're guaranteeing a win. I mean... That's like poking a bear, it seems like. Hey, but it all worked out for him. It all came to fruition. So I guess you never know. Make your prediction. Say what you want to say, right? If you're wrong, if Ottinger's wrong, I mean, who's going to remember? But if he's right, everybody remembers. I guess that's where it works, right? Um, switching gears, uh, I don't know who we're even playing, but the Dallas effing Mavericks are moving on to the playoffs, baby. I, and I was thinking, you know, I'm like, I don't pay close attention to the standings at all in NBA. But I remember thinking a couple of months ago, like, that the Mavericks just keep winning. You know, I can't sit down and watch every game. I'll scoreboard watch some, and, you know, we're beating good teams, too. And I'm like, holy shit, man. Like, we're really fucking doing something. Um... I don't know what they're doing, like, with the trading of uh, a Porzingis. Like, that just felt like such a detriment, in my opinion. And I and I will wholeheartedly admit, I am not a basketball strategist. So I don't know, but it just seems like the guy was doing a pretty fucking good job. He could play defense. He could shoot. You foul him. He can make free throws. He has the full spectrum of the game. under, And it's like we trade him. But look at us, dude. We have not skipped a beat. We're in the playoffs. We're going to do something, which I looked at a playoff bracket the other day, and I, I just, we're overcomplicating it, <laughs> in my opinion, at least for me. Just give me an old school bracket. You know, don't give me, I either want to see the playoff bracket or I want to see the wild card. I, you can't put both together. And my brain just doesn't work like that because then I have to do math of some sort. And figure out who's going to play who if certain scenario. I don't want to do that. No, just show me the wild card and we'll move on from there. <laughs> you know, it's just confusing. To, I don't know why that confuses me. That's silly. Uh, but uh, yes, the Mavericks in the playoffs. Um, watch us play. some. I mean, we can't be a high seed, I would imagine. So we're going to play somebody good. Um. I don't know. Good luck, Mavericks. You never know. You just never know. And teams have those seasons, man. The Dallas Mavericks had that season with Dirk, 2011. Coming back after 2006, after Dwayne, you can't breathe on him, Wade, 
got every fucking foul call in Miami you could have gotten. He sneezed near Wade. Give him a penalty. You know, it was bullshit, man. <laughs> I'll never forget that either. In 2006, uh, Jason the Jet Terry has the ball to try to shoot a three to win the game. And and D Wade is all over him, pulling on his jersey, you know, as the dying second. And, and nothing was called. Nothing. You know, if you foul him past the three line, you get to shoot three, don't you? You get three free throws. And if you make it, I think you just get one. That's a four-point play. Um, and then 20, 2011, you know, we redeemed. But it's just like that we had that year. That's what I'm talking about with this year's Mavericks. You just never know. Everything fell for the Mavericks. We swept the goddamn Lakers with Kobe Bryant on the team. Um, I, you know, they just had a brain fart that season. They'd had amazing seasons before that. There's a bunch of shit going on with them. So you never know why that happened. But either way, we swept the Lakers. That doesn't happen very often. Nobody sweeps the Lakers. Um, and then everything just, I mean, everything just fell into place, uh, you know, and I'm hoping, um, for both of my teams, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of who I'd pull for more, and obviously, you would I would side with the Dallas Stars because I'm just way more into hockey. The bat, but you know what, man, I I would love to see Luca win a championship. So young, you know, it's like <laughs> it's almost like I'm fucking, you know, judging Tyler Sagan and, and Jamie Ben. I'm like, you fuckers have had your chance. You know, not to say I don't want you to win one, but if if there were a team to pick, let's let's go with Luca, fresh young face in Dallas, dude. Um, I love it. I love it. I can't believe it. Um, and I kept thinking every time I watched the the Mavericks games, I was like, this team seems different, though. I don't know a lot about basketball, but they seem different. You know, they seem cohesive. They seem like everybody's willing to do whatever we got to do to get a win, and that's a fucking team, man. Love it. Love it. Um, and, and Dallas Stars fans will swear up and down that, you know, <laughs> Rip, Rick Bonus is back behind the bench, you know, tying players' skates together and fucking untaping their sticks and, you know, <laughs> putting fucking grease on the blade of the stick so you can't get a grip on the puck. You know, they're just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all working together here. I, and my brother said that to me one time. I was just going on and on. And I was bitching about the Cowboys. Oh, they need to do this and they need to do that. And I don't even think they're trying. And he's just like, dude, uh, he, of course they're trying. You think they're going out there every week trying to lose and just like, oh, well, no. These are competitive athletes that want to win everything they do every single time. And he's right. He's right. Yeah, they're not playing to lose here. You know, unless you do the team tank, but that's not been my Cowboys. You'll hear it every year. We're in, we're in position to win it. We can win it this year. No other team in DFW is saying that about themselves. The Stars aren't saying that about themselves. The Mavericks aren't saying it about themselves. The Rangers sure as fuck aren't saying it about themselves. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, it's just, it baffles me. And that's the thing too. I've said this before. I've never been a head coach of anything. 
no less a, a professional team. Who am I to sit here and say what Rick Bonus should and should? What fucking balls? You know, do you go to fucking NASA and, t- <laughs> and tell the scientists how they d- should do their job more efficiently? You know, hey, maybe you should change up the chemicals or stop changing up the chemicals so much. You know, that's that's the metaphor for line changes. <laughs> stop changing up the chemicals so much. Line changes or change up the chemicals more. Line changes. Uh, it's just funny, man. Uh, people who've done this professionally, Jim Nil, Rick, you know, Rick Bonus. Sure, he hasn't been a head coach, but he's been a goddamn coach in the league. All right. He's seen some shit. He's been around. And he coached the fucking team when we almost won the Stanley Cup. Nobody remembers that. Give the guy some credit. All right. All right, Chris. All right. We get it. It's metaphorically beating a a dead horse with the Dallas Stars, man. I mean, it's only going to come to – I have a 50-50 chance of being right. You know, he's either going to – we're going to do great. Dude, I I think if we make it – the round before the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, that's a huge win in my book. Do I want to win the whole thing? Sure. But, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. The predictions will be dangerous. You know, with that, take that with a grain of salt, Ottinger. Because, uh, you know, he's young in the league, too. So he's just kind of, I'm sure he feels a lot of confidence in the team. I'm sure he feels a lot of confidence, but, you know. And I'm not saying he can't be right either. He can definitely be right, but, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I hope he's right. <laughs> you know, I hope both of my teams end up winning championships. I'm ready for baseball to start. Um, it already has started, but, I, you know, you guys know me. I, 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 wanna, I want it when it counts. I don't want preseason. I don't want spring training. No, fuck all that shit. I want it when it counts. Show me the team that's going to be on the field. You know, I'm not going to go out there with my pad and paper and scout out who I think, you know, who who I think should be on the field. It doesn't fucking matter. It's not my job. I My job is to buy tickets because my team keeps winning games. This is a tweet. I'm writing a tweet right now, pretty much. Your job as a fan is to buy tickets, buy food, and if your team does not please you, stop buying tickets and stop buying food. The end. You know, that's it. And, and, you know, we can go online now, obviously, and say whatever the fuck we want to say, but um, the audacity. All right, let's take another drink. Shut up, Chris. So, yeah, now there's no shows for cashing in to promote. Um, And I'm actually really excited, man. I'm excited to sit down for a little while, kind of take a break. You know, we did the weekend warrior thing about a month ago and that was a lot of fun draining but fun uh had a couple of more shows in the meantime and and now we just our our books are open and i'm ready to sit down with a guitar with the drum you know drums microphone and just start cranking out anything i can i'm feeling the creative spirit lately and uh, i want to keep it going man i'm excited for what's coming for the future and uh Oh, I got to give a shout out too. Oh my God. I can't believe I hadn't said this to this point. We got to take a drink to, uh, to Brian, uh, the bass player 
that night. If you happen to be at that show that night and you're listening to this now, bass player Brian for cashing in, dude. Learned the set in a week and fucking crushed it. Crushed it that night, man. Uh, that's that's the level of musicianship that I strive for. You know what I mean? Like to be able to do that and learn someone's set in a week. You know, that, that's badass. That's badass, man. Uh, I appreciate it so much. If you drank that night, I would have bought him a beer, which, you know, he wasn't drinking that night. But we had a great time. I'm just fucking impressed he can learn the set that fast. What is it? It's a 20-minute set. What do we got, 11, maybe 12 songs? I don't know, somewhere in there. But either way, to just hop in like that, um, you know, scheduling restrictions, um make it really hard for for that to work out but the fact that you know your your friends can just come around come back around and just play music with you that's what it is this uh, you know anytime you want let's hang out let's shoot the shit let's play music i love it man that's one of my favorite things to do is connect with musicians on that level but um anyways i don't know what the fuck i talked about tonight but i bullshitted for almost 30 minutes now so if you got them drink them bottoms up don't drink and drive get an uber get a lift that's it for me for this week. Uh, let's down these. Cheers, everybody. Mm. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later this week. Be safe out there. Love you. Bye.